Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where managing risk and seeking returns go hand in hand. Putnam, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Measuring the economy is kind of like weighing yourself every day. You can't pay attention to all the tiny little changes or you'll go crazy, right? But sometimes you just need to know. So the American labor market week by week on the program today from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Money Magazine, committed to helping their readers make the right money moves for the year ahead. December's issue, Make Money in 2012, is on newsstands now. And by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information at macfound.org. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Thursday, today, the 15th of December. Glad to have you with us. There is, and this is kind of an understatement, but there is a whole lot of data about the American economy. Some we pay attention to and some we don't. We usually put the weekly unemployment report, the number of Americans who made their first claims for unemployment benefits, in the don't pile. Because that number comes out weekly and measuring the American economy on a weekly basis is tricky. But we break with that tradition today from Washington Marketplace's David Gura explains why. Two weeks ago, economist Nigel Galt noticed something. He's with IHS Global Insight. The number of Americans filing for unemployment for the first time that week fell by almost 20,000. And most people had expected that that might have just been a temporary blip downwards. And most people were looking for those claims to actually get worse, to rise this week. But they didn't. Today we learned that last week that number fell again to the lowest level in more than three years. Scott Anderson is a senior economist at Wells Fargo, and he says that's good news. Fewer people are getting fired. Well, you know, I think the evidence is piling up that the U.S. job market may be stirring back to life in the fourth quarter. Take the average number of Americans filing for unemployment for the first time over the last four weeks. That's also down. But economists are, shall we say, cautiously optimistic about this trend. Employment numbers around the holidays can be unreliable. If the weather turns bad, construction workers can be laid off. And there's another thing. Tom Porcelli is with RBC Capital Markets. What I think people have to remember about this claims number is that it only captures one side of the equation. Nigel Galt of IHS Global Insights agrees. We have to keep an eye on hiring course, as well as firing. These statistics today just told us about firing. That has gone down. But hiring? Looks like we've still got a ways to go to make a big dent in unemployment. We'll get more numbers on the hiring side of the employment equation soon. In Washington, I'm David Gura for Marketplace. Perhaps the best thing we can say about the price of gold today is that it didn't fall as much as it did yesterday. The value of an ounce has slipped below the $1,600 mark. It wipes out the gains from the gold rally this summer. And given that gold is supposed to be the safest of safe havens, our senior business correspondent Bob Moon has been asking why the sell-off. First off, you can blame the irresistible allure of all those profits investors have made on gold this year. A good thing can become too much of a good thing. Fund manager Axel Merck says as the European debt crisis grew worse and the value of gold surged, a lot of big investors flocked to the precious metal. The irony is that same crisis is now sending them back to cash while they can get it. Many fear the credit markets might seize up. Fred Schoenstein is a gold trader at Horaeus Precious Metals. While gold was billed as a safe haven trade over the course of the last, whatever, six, eight months, it does also have that risk element. The risk that investors can always switch their preferences with little warning. The perception 
and they now seem to consider the dollar the best way to have quick access to their assets. At Global Hunter Securities, metals analyst Jeff Wright says investors may not make the returns they've enjoyed from the run-up in gold prices, but they won't be losing money either. You know your principal is safe as gold has become much more volatile over the past three to four weeks. Fund manager Axel Merck says there's a lesson here for smaller investors. How much risk can you stomach? How much volatility can you stomach? If you cannot stomach the downdraft you had in gold right now, if you're not comfortable with the ounces of gold you're holding, but you're looking at the daily price movements, then you're probably holding too much of it. Merck says he's keeping a sizable position in gold, though, because he still considers it one of the most secure assets. He says it may be there's no such thing as a safe asset anymore. It could be the dollar is some.